you know what? Parents know how to discipline their children. Because mm-hmm. you have right. children. Right. Spankings are going to, that's going to, even just getting the belt is going to do something to do. Okay? Right. Right. Like me. Okay. At nine, I was like, I can't do this no more. Because I, I don't like, I hate pain. I know that's like craziest thing to say. I cannot deal with pain, period. I will ball up and cry if I prick my finger with a, mm. with a safety pin. I cannot deal with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want nothing to hurt. Like, don't hurt me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was me. But then you got some people... I ain't gonna throw them out there or anything, but you can you talking you about to talk about me shit, because shit. look we are gonna have to take dough off the hinges. <laughs> sleeping on the mattress on the floor. We taking everything out the room. I remember the time Poppy tried to punish me. Mm. He gonna send me in the house. I'm like send me in the house. I ain't wanna be outside anyway. It's hot. <laughs> I'm sweating. I took me a hot shower. Put me some clean clothes on. And who was taking a nap? I'm glad to go to my room. My mama said he opened the door and saw me in that sleep. He said, I think I punished her wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the number one place I can go. I didn't want to go to nobody's birthday party. I was like, that's how my dad would hurt me. I'm like, I want to go. I want to go to the skating ring. I want to go. I want to go. No, we can't go. Oh! <laughs> Please just kill me already. Listen, like, what in the world? And that's kind of like, I mean, I'm thinking about this prodigal son. And um, it's like, it's not even a parable. This is a real, legit mm-hmm. situation. It says, right. a certain man. Right. And usually when Jesus says a certain man, and he's actually talking about somebody for real. It's like, not like a parent. It's very certain. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very certain. And you know, Pastor Paul even wrote that down. He said certain is chosen. Mm. I'm like, ooh, chosen. Mm. Okay. And so he's like, his son is like, give me my money now. <laughs> this is my the money. money and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now. Why do I know that? Because <laughs> it plays all the time. But yeah, like, the son punished himself. And I think about all the times, like, I'm like, no, Lord, give me my stuff now. Mm hmm. Lord, like, you don't want it now. But um, I've heard people even say this is his inheritance he was supposed to get after his dad died. Right. And it's kind of like, how did the dad feel? Like, you want me dead already? Mm hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's, I don't know, like, I talked about stuff, um, my parents are telling me stuff like, God forbid something happens to them and everything, I'm boo crying during conversation, I can't deal with this right now, mm-hmm. it's one of those hard conversations to have, and this child's like, hey, I want my money, hand it here, mm-hmm. sir, I'm shook up. I don't know. It just it it's like I sometimes it's hard for me to read the prodigal son because I think about how that hurts the father when I try to rush something mm-hmm. that he's already promised to me. It's already promised to That's me. That's right. But like I'm trying to rush it. It's like dog. I'm trying to get this ready for you, and you okay? Here it is. You ain't ready for it. You gonna mess it up. Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't know. Like that's. It hurt, hurts me because I know I've done that several times in my life. And it got messed up. I right. messed it up. Right. And he had to go fix it again. So, you know. But what's your take on that, though? Yeah, so it makes me think about, actually makes me think um, about this conference I went to. And when when you got there, they gave you an apple. And he said, this apple already has everything that you need. And so... Throughout the conference, we're like going hours later after a break and everything. Um, this guy goes up and he has another apple. And he's like offering the apple to a few of the women that were there saying like, this apple, um, if you take this apple um, and give me yours, this apple will make you lose like, it'll make you at your, you know, your best weight and you'll have plenty of money and all this stuff right there, right there. So, and then they say, you know, which apple, what do you want to do? Do you want to switch out your apple or you want to take this apple? Like, do you want to keep your apple? What you want to do? And so a lot of the women were just kind of like, oh, you know, indecisive, not knowing what to do. A lot of them just kept their apple. 
Um, and one lady decided to switch hers out. And so it's like, now you're doomed. Because here it is. I had already given you the apple with everything that you needed. This was going to supply all of your needs. Why would you switch it out for something that was less than? Mm. Mm. Just because it just because it had a few perks, you know, had a few perks and it it it's, it's nice and shiny and pretty. Okay, I hear you, Lord. I hear you. I hear you. because you don't notice, but in my garage right now is a rental vehicle. It is the vehicle that I have wanted. Mm. And I told my mama this afternoon, I'm going to switch. My, I said, if they have the same vehicle that, because my truck had to be serviced. Mm-hmm. And they just told me today it's going to take a couple of weeks for the part to come in because it's on back order. Okay. So you're going to have to keep the rental for a while. So bring it back in, whatever, but it's going to be a while. And I'm sitting here like, I mean, I got a sunroof. I haven't had a sunroof since my last video. I got a sunroof. Everything's automatic. I got pushed to start. <laughs> you know, like, this is the vehicle of my dreams. Even the trunk. I got the trunk button in the truck. So, you know, when I go to Sam's Club, all I do is hit the button and it <laughs> raises instead of me telling them, hey, you got you to gotta do it yourself. Oh, the convenience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this truck is convenient. got extra air conditioner out thing in the back for my dog. Like, this is what I want. Mm. But my dad is like, you don't need another vehicle. You need to pay the one off that you have so you can have money. Mm. But my logic is I'm single female. Mm-hmm. It would be wiser, in my opinion, to go ahead and keep upgrading until Jesus sends my husband. Then my husband can deal with that mess because I ain't going to deal with it. Who gonna deal with these tires and all the brakes and everything else? I don't care. I'm like I already paid a vehicle off before. I know what that's like. Mm-hmm. So I just keep trading in. Ain't no difference to me. But what you saying that about that apple? I feel hit and I feel seen. Okay. <sighs> never mind then. Just never mind. I'll just enjoy the rental. Because the Lord allowed this to happen, so I could just get it out my system. I don't know, sis. A no car note is sounding real good to me. <laughs> I mean, who wants to pay a car note? And you know, but you know what? When you are so tied down in sin or trauma or whatever it is, you get used to that. You get used mm-hmm. to living in that. Mm-hmm. You can't imagine what it's like not to have that chaos in your life. Mm. That's <laughs> child. Ooh, okay, Holy Spirit. You know mm. we didn't pray before we started this thing. Girl, no. That just made me think about this guy I was talking yeah. to, and he was just saying, like we were talking, and then we stopped talking, talking, and then we stopped talking, talking, and I was just like, you know what? I cannot do this anymore I don't want to do this anymore and I would call him crazy like you crazy why you keep you know what I'm saying going back and forth and he was like well you must be crazy too because you and you yeah you're in it as well and he was like why are you doing this and girl after that I had to cut it off because I was like I'm doing this because this is what I'm used to doing that is like the whole existence of my romantic relationships. Right, right. That's what, um, child, I didn't tell you about this. <laughs> but let's just say. Huh? <laughs> Go ahead, tell me, sis. <laughs> well, I was going to say, um, as far as those type of friendships go, I made the executive decision mm-hmm. to stop communicating with a friend mm-hmm. because it was like, I don't know. It was just, first of all, he said something that hurt my feelings. I know he didn't mean it intentionally, but when you ask, why, why don't you go spend time with your friends? 
Mm. It's like I was about to cry mm. because that hurt my feelings because it's like I thought you were my friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here like, okay. And I had gotten so used to us talking and texting that it's like I go to do it, but I got so hurt by that statement. It's like I lost the taste for it. I don't mm-hmm. have, you know, it's like, I don't even want to, because it's like, as soon as I see you, I'm going to start crying. Mm. Because you, that, I don't know where that came what from. What is it? I don't know where that came from. It's like, dog, I'm a, I'm a thug. I'm a G. Like, stuff don't, like, I'm like, no, I say stuff and hurt people's feelings. Like, this is not supposed to happen, but. Let me, let's pause you right girl, I'm in my soft girl era and everything, I'm a delicate flower now. And it's like, I don't went through to therapy and gotten, you know, whole made whole and healed. And it's like, I don't like what you said to me. I mean, we had a conversation about some other things too and got some stuff straightened out. But that one thing lingered and I hadn't told him about that. But to be honest, I can't even talk to him about it because I'm not going to make it through the conversation because I'm about to tear up now thinking about it. Because it hurt my feelings. <laughs> it really hurt my feelings. I had told my mom on him. Is it hurting your feelings because you feel like you're lacking in the friendship area or you really thought like he was your friend? Because I really thought he was my friend. And it's the fact of for you to say that, I'm taking it. And this is how I'm taking it. You want to leave you alone. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting on your nerves. Mm-hmm. You know, even after I said, okay, I, I might be getting on your nerves. No, you're not getting on my nerves. It made me feel like you don't want me around you anymore. And so, okay, I'll leave you alone. But don't come looking for me later. Because mm-hmm. I don't... You hurt my feelings. I felt like... And it's almost like I could see it. I felt like my little girl went inside and hid somewhere. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Like, my little girl was out playing around with who your little boy is or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're in your inside child, your inner child. Mm-hmm. And now your inner child has hurt my inner child, and she don't want to come out and play with you anymore. How do you normally deal with rejection? Um, I really don't know, to be honest. But I had it pointed out to me by people close to me that I do too much to avoid being rejected. And like cooking, um, always being around, buying stuff. And I'm like, I do do that. And it's like, you're trying to buy people over. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. that's what I was trying to do, buy people over. And since I have been made aware of that, I try to be cognizant of what I'm doing and what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I caught myself slipping a couple times like, oh, I see it now. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm actually... Seeing that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't have to win anybody's approval. Like you're either going to accept me for who I am, or you just don't need to be around me. Mm-hmm. And like I saw my mama said, that friend I hadn't spoken to since Monday. And my real friends won't talk every day. Mm-hmm. So my thing is with him, you know, I kind of don't want to talk to you. And when I say I kind of don't want to talk to you, I mean, like, if it happened to be like a year, I wouldn't be mad about that. I wouldn't. Because if I see him today, I would cry. That's just because it hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. But I wonder, like, with that older child of the older brother of the prodigal son, like, did mm-hmm. he feel rejected? Mm-hmm. He did. You know, because this dude sitting there, you know, being faithful, doing everything he's supposed to be doing. The brother who ran off comes back and it's like, dog, you don't see me? I'm here right here. <laughs> How you gonna just bypass me? It didn't throw me a party. <laughs> right. I didn't get a birthday party. <laughs> like, I didn't get no cake, no nothing. Right. I like, a piece of real, nothing. You know? This mm-hmm. dude come back, he smelled like a pig. He done been in the pig style. And you know, like, child, but I say this, the older brother was wrong too. Yeah. Um, Because he he's had... representing us, mm. those who are believers, those who've been walking with Christ for a while, 
how you gonna pass judgment on somebody who come back who might have been you know backslidden and stuff like that right you supposed to work on them back and just praise God that they're coming back that Mm -hmm. he didn't give them a reprobate mind to stay in their sin yeah you know like which he didn't give it to him. He just allowed it. You know, it it happens when you go into sin and you just keep doing the same thing over and over again without repenting and you just get sapped into that, you know. And when we see brothers and sisters who have backslid come back to Christ, we really should don't be need, We should be rejoicing. Yeah, we need to be rejoicing. Because mm-hmm. they could have died in their sin. And going to hell, like we need to really rejoice. And I don't like. I don't know. I just think about these older season, these season saints, mm-hmm. and how they pass judgment on younger believers. It's like y'all. The word of God is more relevant than today's newspaper. It is more up-to-date than today's newspaper. Yes, we love Jesus. We also like to jump up and down when we worship instead of standing and clapping our hands. We want to jump up and down sometimes. Sometimes we want to shout. Sometimes we sweat while we worship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's not how it used to be. And it's not that it's different. Well, not that it's not different. I'm trying to say it's like, it's different, but it's not better. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Christ made, if God made us to all worship the same way, why did he make us individuals? Why would he do that? He doesn't want us to be the same. He mm-hmm. wants us to worship him and glorify him, but he doesn't want us to be robots you know like and perform yeah and perform yeah i mean it's like i don't know i don't know how like i'll catch myself doing that too if it's something different coming through the doors of the church or something like that something not all the time but once in a while something will rise up and i'm like i gotta check myself like hold up hold up hold up what you doing (laughs) focus Mm -hmm. on yourself (laughs) don't look at them Focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's a difference between um, people coming back to Christ or people looking a different way than us and stuff like that versus people who have a hidden agenda. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to change who God is. Mm-hmm. It's a difference. And I think people don't know the difference between the two. They're equating one thing with the other, and you can't do that either. Right. Sorry. Right. Only makes me think about um, talking about uh, worshipers, and I think about worship leaders too. With sometimes them getting it confused as people are coming to see them mm-hmm. or hear them, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and taking your eyes off of what the real agenda is you know what i'm saying so we have to be really really careful about pride letting pride creep up mm-hmm. in the midst of us worshiping like you you we got to do a heart check mm-hmm. before right. you go in so um i don't know i think that that is definitely one of the uh, leading factors of like not mm, I'm trying to get my words together. Well, the title is called Humble Yourself in the Stink. Because mm-hmm. the prodigal son was prideful, he was arrogant. Mm. But we see a shift when he realizes while he is in the mire in the mud with the pigs, which mm-hmm. we're not talking about everything that is in that mud with the pigs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's stank. Mm-hmm. You know? hmm And um he comes to his I think it says that. It says he comes to himself. Um and he's like, you know, my father's servants are eating better than I am. And I I think <laughs> It gets to a point in their sin 
Well, you know, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute now. Um, what am I doing? Yeah, like this This ain't right. Something <laughs> here is not right. And I, it's, it's, it's a no for me. You know? <laughs> it said he would fain have filled his belly in verse 16 mm-hmm. of 15. He would have, he would vain, have fain, have fain filled his, filled his belly. With the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Mm. And when he came to himself, I think that's the part mm. that we all have to do. We have to come to ourselves. We have to come to our senses. Mm. Because that's true. If you like, like I said, you just get to a point where it's like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Just like that time, which you know, wasn't long ago. That time I was doing something I had no business doing. And it's like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> wait a minute, I almost got tricked again. Hold mm-hmm, on, hold mm-hmm. on, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. We're not doing this no more. Right. We're going to go ahead and turn right back around mm. and go the other way. That's right. Because we're not going to do this no more. Like, no, 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 what is you doing, baby? Get up, go get you something to eat and take a nap because you are not you when you hungry and sleepy. You obviously is hungry, and you ain't full on Jesus like the other. Ooh, no, seriously. Like that other episode that was like, stay full of Jesus because when you hungry, you gonna eat whatever, drink whatever. <laughs> Girl, I'm trying to, I'm trying to piece a meal together. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, come on, <laughs> come but on. But you know what? When I got back in that word. Mm. I started distancing myself from what was trying to trip me up. Yeah. And that's good. You know, might have lost some friendships along the way doing that, but hey, I'm sorry. Ain't nobody important. Ain't no thing important enough for me to go to hell for. It's just not. Right. I don't care how much fun it is. I don't care how good it feels, how nice it is. I don't care what it looks like. It's not good enough for me to go to hell. That's just point blank, period. Amen. So. Yeah, hey, come to myself. We all got to come to yourself. And when you come to yourself, he said, how many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare? And I perish with hunger. Mm. Oh, gosh. They got enough to eat and they got some leftovers. Right. He said, I will arise and go to my father. See, mm-hmm. every instance, you remember we went to Elevation Worship mm-hmm. and Pastor Ferdick said, um, he was reading out of Second Kings about Hezekiah. Right. Hezekiah went into the temple mm-hmm. and he spread out the letter, the letter. before mm-hmm. God. But he had to go up. That's right. He said, I will arise mm-hmm. and go to my father. That's right. You always have to go up when you look to the Lord because you got to look to the hills. Mm. You have to go up because when you are in sin, you are choosing to go down. Anytime you leave out of the presence of your father, anytime you leave out of the presence of the Lord, you go down. In order to get back to the presence of the Lord, you got to go up. Mm-hmm. Child, done. Mm. <laughs> That's good. <sighs> mm. It was good hearing it the second time, too. Child, listen. And he would have filled his belly with the husk. Just anything. Anything. Anything that you can grab. But the thing is, like with him, he left this life. And if the servants was living that way, you know he was living a lot better. And you left this life thinking like, I can do it on my own. But you know, we all kind of go into this independence. Mm-hmm. And that's where, I don't know. I don't know if he, what, I don't know what him and the daddy was going through. You never know what kind of daddy. Like, you know, some, he mm-hmm. might have had a strict daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, he'd be a little tight. So you feel like you have to go off on your own. You feel like you've done everything the right way all this time. And now I want to go and see. I want to go taste and see something else. Mm -hmm. And so he thought he was living a life, having fun, living his best life. And you couldn't tell him nothing. Right. And you get wild up. Like, you got to think how dark that mud was. Mm. But I also, I mean, there is... (sighs) <sighs> there is um actually I don't know the name of it, but there is some there is mud people actually do this as a practice. They mm-hmm. sit in mud and heal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This mud was actually a healing process for him too. He had Ooh. to go out and be in this in the thick of this mm-hmm. 
for him to come back and know how good he had it. I'm going to hit you with something else. Go ahead. What is mud made out of? Dirt. And what else? Water. What are we made from? Dirt. Who's the water? God. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> and the show is over. And it's over. It's over. Like, it's over. I mean, seriously, like. But to also know that God never left him while he was out there. Because we're the clay. Mm. He's the pot. Mm-hmm. Clay is mud and water. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So even though you thought you ran away, you still are dirt. Right. And he can still transform that dirt into mm. something that you can use. That's right. That, like, oh, I didn't come here to do this tonight, my lord. Yes, you did. That's exactly <laughs> what we came for. So thankful for that. It just it's already it's already good, but this just confirms so much. Like I have so many um fears that cripple me from mm-hmm. talking and speaking. And it was getting me tonight, and I'm like, I'm just so tired. No, let's just talk and not record and not tonight. And even like not even this week, like I had so many excuses, and I'm just so thankful that I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. This is so, so good. Um, This is therapy for me. Um, When the Lord told me to do this in March, I was like, you know, I know he's the God of the universe, but mm -hmm. I promise I don't think he knows what he's doing with my my life right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's telling me random stuff, and it's like, okay. But I said, you know what? This sounds so crazy. Go get a microphone and do a podcast. Okay, I'm going to do it anyway because this sounds crazy and I, I feel like I'm a crazy person so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. But this has been so therapeutic. I mean, I was falling asleep at my desk after work today. I was trying to grade papers and going to sleep, head bobbing and weaving. <laughs> and I was like, and then you text me and I said, I cannot do this tonight. I just want to get in my bed. I don't even I know what made me text you. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? This needed to happen. It did. It definitely did. Orchestrated this, and I have been praying for divine appointments, not to miss any divine appointments. Oh, that's so. Oh Lord, <laughs> I got a quicken in my spirit, y'all. That's why she said that. <laughs> I'm so serious. I've been praying that for the past couple of days. Every so often, it's like I just start praying for Lord. Don't let me miss any divine appointments. Yeah, that you have set up for me. Let me make mm. every divine appointment. Yeah, you know and. I mean, seriously. I have to. I <clears throat> the latest is um I was taking the my twins, I have three year old twins, um, a boy and a girl, Bella and Branson, and um I was taking them to the park after school to do a little extra activities, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, um we're there and it's uh these two girls and two little boys. So I'm like, Oh, you know, they're cute and the twins are playing with them and um at this point, I'm I'm swinging uh, the twins on the swing. So they're seeing me like I'm going both arms to just, mm-hmm. you know, I'm putting in work. And um, one of the girls starts uh, talking to me. She's like telling me how her um, kids like to jump off the swing. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they almost give me a heart attack, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. And so the other young lady 
who's who was the mom of the other two little boys start talking to me and this is just something that happens all the time people want to tell me their life and I'm just like she just goes real deep like yep I'm in a um, mental facility right now we're out on uh, a two-hour visitation my sister came and picked me up so we're just out here at the park getting some food before we have to go back wow and I'm like okay all right Lord I see you. I had just prayed the night before. Lord, whatever divine appointments that you have for me, mm-hmm. let me be there. We never, I never take my kids to that park. Wow. It's the first time they've ever been to that park. And it was a little park. And my kids are like, mm-hmm. they want to be up on the big slides and stuff now. So this was like a little baby park. But, I mean, of course, they had fun with what was there. Um, so she tells me, like, I've been on drugs. I actually just got them, got my kids back in June. And I'm like. Well, praise God, you know, God is good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, keep up the good work. And of course, (laughs) when we get ready to leave, I'm like, can I please, Mm -hmm. you know, pray with y'all? And um, I start praying for him, praying for healing. And the sister, I start praying that um, she would see God as her provider. Mm -hmm. And uh, after the prayer, she tells me she had gotten sick Mm -hmm. and she didn't know how she was going. She had lost her job. And didn't know how she was going to be able to make ends meet and okay. take care of kids. So I'm just like, y'all just ain't nobody but God. Yeah. You know, keep praying, yeah. stay faithful. And I'm just so thankful that he hears us. Yes. And that those things, like, they do more for me than money or anything else mm-hmm. could ever do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just Ooh. blessed me so much. Yes. Cause like I was, <laughs> it was, I think it was like Wednesday, yesterday or either Tuesday. Um, I've been going through my situation for like almost two years. You know what I'm saying? Like just been going through and I'm like, okay, Lord, I was getting ready for work and I was like, all right. Um, now I know I got to go through stuff cause everybody got to go through stuff. It's life. It's not perfect. So we go through these seasons where we're going through seasons where we're at, you know, at peace, you know, and stuff. I'm like, um, I'm not going to ask you why I'm going through this. I just want to know the purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the bigger picture? How does this tie into what you have for me to do for you on this earth? Mm-hmm. You know, like. I'm, like I said, I know I gotta, I know I gotta wait on stuff. I know I gotta go through stuff. I don't think I'm above anything or that, that I shouldn't be going through. No, not not at all. But I want to know the purpose of it. That's that's really what I want to know the purpose of it. And I promise you, no sooner had I said it. Now, sometimes I really don't play the TV. I don't turn the TV on in my room because I forget it's on and walk out of the house and the TV be on all day. It's like, mm-hmm. come at home like, dog, TV, Georgia Power gonna get me. You know, like, golly, I ain't got no money to get from Georgia Power. So, that morning, I turned the TV on to YouTube and it's a channel that I love um, called Grace for Purpose and they have nothing mm-hmm. but prayers. Mm-hmm. What I, I don't know if anybody will ever hear this that works for Grace for Purpose, but let me tell you something. I know that lady black. Because that's that's supposed to be starting off the press with like, let me tell you. <laughs> Look at here. Like that is black. I don't care what you say. That, that woman is black, okay? She black in her heart. She can hear the seasoning in her, in her voice, okay? In her guts. <laughs> <laughs> and she read from Psalm one nineteen verses, I think sixty-two or sixty-seven through seventy-two. And it says, you, if I were not afflicted, I would have continued in my sin. Something mm-hmm. to that effect. And I said, my gosh. And basically it goes on to say, because it's another verse that matches that, but it's a little different. If I was not afflicted, I would have continued sinning and wouldn't recognize you as God. Mm. And she said, you know, we all go through struggles, we all go through trials, but therefore a greater purpose. I just started crying. I was boo crying. I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. You know, like, because mm-hmm. how he 
answers the prayer when you say he hears us. He answered that prayer so fast. I'm like, what about the other prayers I've been waiting on for like 20,000 years? But okay, I'll take this one. Because it's like, you hear me. He he constantly mm-hmm. is showing me. Oh, that's God's love. You know, like he's constantly showing me, I am right here with you, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I hear you the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, I am listening to you. I know what you're thinking before you see, even say it, before you even pops in your heart. I already know. Just mm. trust me. And relax. Yeah. But it's like every my mama even told me, she said, ever since you were a little girl, you always ask me questions. You always want to know. You always want to know the why of something. And it's like it's not wrong to want to know the why of something, but I think it gets us in trouble when it comes to trusting the Lord because we're not always gonna know the why. Yeah. And we have to rest in the fact that we don't always need to know the why. Because and I constantly say this, these scriptures over my life because I have to hear it. His ways are higher than my ways and his yes. thoughts are higher than my thoughts. Amen. I have to constantly recite that to myself because that gives me peace. Mm-hmm. And there's a song that says, in the multitude of my thoughts, your comforts delight my soul. Mm. And it's like, when I hear that, those, that verse, your ways are higher than my ways, your thoughts are higher than my thoughts. It comforts me because that reassures me I'm not going to know everything. There's just some things I have to accept and not know. I don't know why the sky turns blue. I'm pretty sure there's a scientific reason. I don't understand it. So I don't worry about that. We have a blue sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. I don't know why the tide goes in and out. I know there's a scientific reason for that. I know it's the moon and gravity and all that. I get it. I don't understand it as far as how deep it goes. Right. I just accept it. So if we can accept gravity, if we can accept the sky is blue, why can't we accept that we don't have, we can't know everything about God. If we can know everything about God and how he moves and everything that makes him human. Mm. And that means he's flawed. And he wouldn't be God. And that's what I have to realize I have to constantly tell myself because my logic kicks in is like well da 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 no we cannot analyze God there's not even <laughs> listen if we could even analyze a fraction a miller fraction of God we still couldn't do it mm-hmm. he's infinite like he's the ultimate there's a song called the ultimate oh my gosh you talking about put you in like <laughs> Prostrate <laughs> on the floor, face down, crying. Oh my goodness! My gosh, Bill Thompson and um, Shane Wilson. I think the ultimate. Child, I had it on repeat one time. I was like, I'll never again won't get up off the floor because it's like he's the ultimate. You're the infinite. Mm. You know, like you know what the ultimate is. Like it's nothing greater than that. Like he's just there. Like. That's just who he is. Just like no matter what you go through, good or bad, God is still good. Because that's just who he is. He's good. That's never going to change. He's always good. He's always there. He's all like, that's never going to change. So, I, child, this is so good. Mm-hmm. You know, this is supposed to be the practice frame, but um, we're just going to keep this. <laughs> Girl, and I'm sitting here listening to you talk and then I'm getting convicted by the Holy Spirit. And it's something that I said and I'm not going to repeat it, but I just want to repent right now. <laughs> I got to repent right now, Lord. Mm, I repent right now, Lord. Jesus, please forgive me. Yeah. The tongue is a powerful, powerful thing. And I know that's just a whole nother, that's a whole nother segment in itself, but... And I'm going to say, like, I have been struggling the past couple of weeks because you know how the Lord will promise you stuff? Then, of course, you got to go through a season where you got to hold on to that promise. And that's all you have is to hold on to that promise. Mm. <laughs> it's like when you went, mm, I felt the tug in my spirit, like, just holding on to you, like, just because I have been struggling with that. But I'm like, if I I was like bold, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I said, if the Lord can't deliver on his promise, I'm still not going to speak negative against this situation. 
That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, right. Because he said it, and I know he's going to do it. And that's what I told my mom. I said, I know he's going to bring me out of this. I have no doubt in my mind that he's going to bring me out of it. It's just, I want to know the why. The situation that he has shown me time and time again gave me different variations and even just confront. And he just sent another, you know, like, I just had another dream that I just told you about, like, last week. Mm-hmm. So all this week, you know? Had a dream about children. So all this week, I heard the voice of the enemy. And I was able to actually recognize the mm. voice of the enemy. You know, you should have just went ahead and help, had a whole hysterectomy. You should have literally, in the morning, because my alarm went off at 4, but you know how you wake up and you it feels like you're drunk almost? Like, you can't. Like, everything is just, like, wild yes. and stuff. I had to lay that down because it's like I woke up too fast. So I'm laying down. And I could literally hear the voice of the enemy. You should have just had a whole hysterectomy. What you you go into the doctor? He's gonna ask you, "Are you still trying to? Do you still want to have kids? You need to just go ahead and tell him no. You need to just go ahead and like, why? What are you doing this for? You know, like why? I and I was just like, I didn't do no rebuking or nothing. I said that's the voice of the enemy. He's scandalous. Huh? And I said that's what I said. I I said I just thank God I can recognize the voice mm-hmm. of the enemy because for a long time. I didn't know that was his voice. I thought those were my thoughts. And I would just went with that. Mm. Would have been all sad and depressed. But I was just yep. laying on like, that's the enemy. Huh. Now, now I'm going to believe even harder. Because right. I know it's coming. Right. I must be Because he's trying close. to throw you. Right. Right. Yep. You know, like, yep. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> so it was like, man. just the same way so I started a new job and when I say everything that could have went left Mm -hmm. that morning went left like Mm -hmm. the car got rained oh no the AC in the house was out from the storm so I'm like trying to get dressed and I'm like drenched in Mm -hmm. sweat and I'm like okay the AC is working what's going no, I know this is, I'm, I'm, I know what's going on today. Mm-hmm. So let me keep going. And then I'm like, you know what? Let me find the, you know, I got to go in the uh, garage, hit the switch, turn it back on. All right, cool. 
Kids don't want to get up. All right. Nope. Not going to. Not going to. It's all right. We're still making good time. Come on. Come on. We're going to be all right. Just let's get dressed. Let's mm-hmm. keep going. Like I'm like, girl, I'm like army crawling yeah. through the morning. Yeah. I get outside. The car seats are soaking wet. Is he safe? Like, what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. All right, towel wrap him around. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like, just trying to like think of anything to improvise to get in. I don't know, just to get to where to the promise that I know is there. Mm-hmm. Trying to get to the promised land. So, I'm just like, I'm not gonna. I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you. And hallelujah, anyhow. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Because I'm going. Mm. You are not going to stop me. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Listen, we have a song at church. It's by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Mm-hmm. It's called Hallelujah. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm not looking at you. <laughs> I'm not looking at you, girl. It made me th- okay. So then I'm reading this right here in um Luke 15. Um, where is it? 27. And he said unto him, the brother. Thy brother is come, and thy father had killed the fat, the fatted calf, 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 mm-hmm. because he had received him safe and sound. And it's just like this, this loving father. He don't want to got his best for somebody that pretty much gave them they behind the kiss. And he is like working double time. That he'll kill, he'll kill for him. Child, it's the way the father saw him, had compassion, and ran and ran. fell on his neck and kissed him. Your son stank. And that Listen, be- I- <laughs> and, and you know he all oh, his knees bad. That's why he fell. <laughs> but your son stank. He was with the pigs. He does not care. Listen, like. You be so far deep in your sin. I, it's a verse and song. Listen, I don't ever know. That's it. It's funny because I'm the same way with driving. I don't know the logistics of where I'm going, but I know how to get there. Mm-hmm. I know the direction to go in. I don't know the exact verse of scripture, but I know it's in Psalms. It's right, 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 right. <laughs> Somewhere between Genesis and Revelations. Right. That part. It says, he brought me up out of the miry clay and placed me on the rock to step. The miry clay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think about that clay you slip in when it's wet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you, it's just like you keep trying to get up. that one spot. Yeah, you keep trying to get up. You keep sliding. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's gunky. You know? You can't, it's so thick, you can't get it. It ruins everything. You got to throw everything away after that. That's the kind of play. Because we keep trying to crawl up out of that. We can't do it. That Carolina clay. Yeah, that one. And you can't get up out of that clay by yourself. You, you Somebody's got to help you out. Mm. Because you're going to keep sliding and slipping. And that's what sin does to us. We slide and slip. And we may even binge sin. Because I know I did that. Man. Okay. I go 16 months with no sex. Easy. But then one day. Mm-hmm. You know like. Where did that come from? It's doing good. Now I got to restart. Because I'm trying to do it in my own strength. Right. Right. You can't do this in your own strength. The Bible says flee for it. If the Bible says flee for an occasion. What you think you. Oh, I'm fine. No, you're not. You're crazy. <laughs> Stop trying to do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. But I thought I could. I thought I could outsmart the sin. With what? Like, Jesus was tempted at all points, but he never sinned. He's the only one who could withstand that. Cause and but we I think people fail to understand he was still in flesh. Mm-hmm. He was still in his flesh. That probably was hard too for mm-hmm. him. I'm pretty sure. Because here he is, God in human form, but the flesh still want to do what the flesh want to do. Mm-hmm. So, and to be tempted means it was something that was pulling you. Right. You just didn't go all, you didn't go into it. Right. You chose not to do it, but it's still a temptation. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Because the Bible says in James that when we're tempted, we're pulled away without because of our lust. Right. The flesh, the flesh, the flesh, the flesh lusteth after stuff that it don't need to have. It's like I always like um, compare it to a goldfish. Goldfish just like to eat, and they will literally kill themselves eating. If you keep feeding goldfish, it's gonna keep eating. It's not I'm saying it's harmful. It's gonna keep eating until it dies. Mm. That's what our flesh does. It's gonna keep sinning until it kills you. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. And the enemy knows that. Yeah. See, and the difference between was well, a lot of difference between us and Jesus. Yes. But yes. <laughs> but Jesus knew who he was. Mm. Even as a little boy, he said, "Don't you know I must be about my father's business." But you see, he didn't know. He was just so hyper. He was right. like ready. He knew right. who he was. Even at that Even, age. But at that age. And of course, he, you know, we won't see Jesus for a little minute. So you don't know what I happened. Like <laughs> so, but he had to mature. So through those years, he matured and right. waited for his time. Yeah, yeah, he had a point where he was kind of froggy and wanted to jump, but Wait, say what you said again though. He waited, he matured and he what? waited for his time. Okay, pause. Let's just let that marinate in the metaphorical crock pot. Slow cook. <sighs> Slow cook. Cause in the book of Psalm one, Psalm one, mm. it says, You shall be like a tree planted. By rivers of living water mm-hmm. that bears fruit in your season. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. Your season, your, your time. Your season, your time. Oh, Lord. Me, me here on your podcast <clears throat> is me waiting for my season. Mm. Mm. Me here on my podcast, I'm here because... It was a season where I needed to be obedient to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting for something. And I did not know what I was waiting for. And then I heard the Lord say, go buy a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a podcast night. Wait, that's not what I was waiting on, Lord. I was waiting for something else. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I wasn't waiting and he for said, that. I told a girl across at the other microphone to go do the same thing. And she wasn't obedient. Ooh. So, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Bishop T.D. Jakes did say timing is everything. He it is. That. Ooh, that, that window of timing? Is that the one you're talking about? No, it was just, I can't. He, he said timing is everything. I think he was talking about the wheat and the tears. Yep, that's the one. Okay, that's the one. Okay. That's child, a powerful message. Listen, I don't watch that thing about five times. I think I'm going to watch it again before I go to sleep. <laughs> Sowing all the seeds into that, in that message. <laughs> That thing hit different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It hit so deep. I was like, whoa, whoa. He And he was talking about cooking. He said, you can't. He said, real cooks know timing is everything. Timing mm-hmm. is so important because when you rush the process of cooking, the food don't come out right. And I went through a whole time period during the summer. I'm trying to make brownies and I'm messing up. Y'all, I've been making brownies since I was like in college. Like, and my brownies always come out good. People came to my apartment and I ain't talking about them other kind of brownies. I'm like real, like the real brownies, like with nothing else added to them. I had three batches of your brownies. I'm trying to see where you messed up at. Because I rushed the process. Hey, okay. The timing. Well, I'm a fat girl. Them things was good. I tried to take the things out of the oven. I wasn't paying, and I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And see, oh Lord, this is not what this episode. Anyway, okay, Father, it's fine. It's fine. I, I'm not in control. That's the problem with Peter in the garden. Peter was asleep. He wasn't mm-hmm. paying attention. Mm-hmm. So when he woke up, he sliced people ear off. Thinking that's what he was needed for at the time. Because he, you know how it is when you wake up out of a deep sleep. You just wake up and you like wide bushy tail. You just look and wasn't but, prepared and wasn't prepared, and you doing stuff that you had no business doing because you weren't paying attention. You weren't listening for the father. What Peter didn't realize was it was a whole bunch of soldiers there, outnumbering them. Mm-hmm. Like they brought the whole squad, mm-hmm. rolled up on Jesus. Like I think it was like at least it was over a hundred people there for Jesus. So you go cut off mm-hmm. one man if. That's, like what did you think you were doing? 
But that's how we do when we don't pay attention. We start rushing out, and it's not our time. It's not time for that. Yeah, you're right. Because Peter wasn't paying attention the whole time. Jesus had already told him what was going to happen. And he said, oh, no. That's not going to happen. I rebuke that. (laughs) Don't you speak them words out your mouth. And we be rebuking stuff. The Bible never told us to rebuke. Jesus rebukes. Even Michael the archangel, when he had Moses' body, and he was fighting Satan for it. He said, the Lord rebuke you. Mm-hmm. Now, you mm-hmm. won't do it. You say the Lord rebuke you, but mm-hmm. you can't rebuke nothing. <laughs> but, but, you're not Jesus. <laughs> you know, and even Jesus, when Satan was tempting him, he said, what did he say? He said, I'm trying to make sure I say it the right way. Which time? What did he That's say? That's Matthew 4. My, my brain trying to shut off. He said, oh, it is written. Mm-hmm. That was the that was mm-hmm. the phrase he repeated. It is written. It is written. Yep. It is written. It is written. That is how you fight the word of God. It is written. I'm not the word of God. That's how you fight the enemy. Is with, with the word of God. It is written. Mm-hmm. Man shall not live by bread alone. It is written. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. You know, like get behind me, Satan. Bible says in Luke, it's in Luke. Don't ask him what chapter and verse right now. Okay. But he says, <laughs> he said, I have given you power to tread on. Serpents, scorpions, and serpents, mm-hmm. and all the po- and over all of the mm-hmm. enemy. It goes something like that. We have power over the enemy because Jesus has given us that power. He's given us power to tread on scorpions and serpents, and no harm shall come come to you. And that confirms what it says in Isaiah: No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises in judgment against you, you shall condemn. This is our heritage. Right. You know what a heritage is? It is something that is transferred down the line from generation to generation. Mm-hmm. passed on. So it has been passed on to us who are believers of God because we have been um, engrafted into the family of God through Jesus Christ. We are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Jesus is our brother. We're a joint heir. So everything that was promised has transferred to us who believe in Jesus. That is just uh, so amazing to me. Like, it's our inheritance that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Mm. That belongs oh, to Jesus. us. You know, like, it is our inheritance that we have the power to tread on scorpions and serpents. And that all the power of the enemy is beneath our feet. Because we sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And if we sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that means... We are above principalities and powers and the rulers of darkness in this world and spiritual weakness in high places because we're in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. We're sitting there with him. You know, like we're with him in everything. Just like it says in Isaiah that with his stripes, we are healed. So when we go through things, we go through hurt and everything. He's with us. He's going through it with us. He feels everything that we feel. Oh, Jesus. Let me get mm-hmm. off of here because this, this thing right here. Golly. Mm. That was good. It might have just been for myself. I needed to hear that. Mm, that was good. Golly. This, this has just been so fun. This has been so fun. <laughs> it definitely has. Mm. You get like real turned up when you get with your brother or sister Christ. <laughs> Talking about the Lord. It's like a whole turn. Hey, <laughs> it, it, it'll light a fire in here. Right. Girl, you just talking. I'm just going from scripture to scripture, reading. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Good. Then had church. Oh man. Pass <laughs> the offering plate. Girl, I thought you was gonna play a song. Child, no, I'm playing a song. <laughs> I was just gonna say like the lyrics. Like it says, "I believe I testify. God's been good to me through every test and trial. I got the victory."
He's going to do it. No matter what comes my way, mm-hmm. I lift my voice and say, hallelujah, anyhow. anyhow. I'll keep singing, hallelujah, anyhow. Child. I'm telling you. We be turning up at church when we sing that. Like, that song, mm, it, it just does something. The um, song the choir is practicing now is, I trust in God. Mm-hmm. My Savior, the one <sighs> who has never failed. Just let's just oh my gosh that song right there, mm. I was like wow. And let me tell you, my pastor asked me to make the PowerPoint slide for it earlier that week. I didn't realize that was the same song. So when they started singing it at the concert, I was like, I didn't. I was like wow. I love this song. I didn't tell Pastor he's never listened to it. So I go back to the text messages and see that's the song he told me to make a PowerPoint for. I said, Jesus. Girl. <laughs> yeah, I'll be working. Right under our nose. <laughs> right. I love how he just be straight, like, finessing me. Like, <laughs> I didn't know you was going to do it that way, but I'm so glad you did because that was something I couldn't have thought of myself. <laughs> sure can heavenly father lord we just thank you um we thank you so much for this time lord we thank you so much for uh, our sister stephanie father god lord we just thank you for so much that you are thank you so much for what you're doing through her in her and around her father god lord i just ask that you would just continue to just bless her bless her on this walk lord as she continues to serve you father god lord as she continues to just love on you, God, and care about you, Lord. I have um, just been so thankful to just be around her, Lord, and watch her, Lord, um, grow in you and grow spiritually, Father God. Lord, so I just ask that you would just continue to just um, um, keep us connected, Lord. I pray that everyone that hears this podcast, Father God, will be blessed. Lord, if they hear one minute, if they hear 30 minutes, if they hear the whole thing, Father God, Lord, that they will receive something from this, Father God, Lord, I pray that um, they will be able to hear you, Lord, and um, see you, Father God, Lord, I pray that they will be brought to you through this podcast, Father God, Lord, as she continues to go on um, and keep doing this good work. Lord, so I just uh, praise you, God. Lord, we thank you for this evening. We thank you for your love, your care, your grace and mercy, God. You are so good. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for listening, for joining us. This is um, Season 2, Episode 3, Humble Yourself in the Stink, with my special guest, Brittany Cleveland. You can follow Brittany on, what are your handles on social media, Brittany? Um, Facebook is my name, Brittany Cleveland. And on Instagram is you love underscore B. And the same on TikTok. So follow me and be sure to see more. All right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Hope you have a great rest of your week. And I will chat with y'all later.